Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network, where women stay connected with your host, Nicole and Karishma, right here on the Love Zone USA. Yes, we were having technical difficulties, so yay. Hello, Karishma. Hi, <laughs> how Monday. are you? We're trying to get it together. It's Monday, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's technology, right? Yes, exactly. But we deal with and, all the time now. Okay, wonderful. Um, so anyway, <laughs> happy Monday. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network, everyone. Um, I'm super excited to be here with you today, Nicole. Have you been? Good. How about you? Everything has been really good. I'm uh, I'm going away this weekend, so I'm going to be going to Cuba. So I've yes. just been doing all the last-minute shopping and just, like, you know, it's funny when you prep for a vacation, it's almost there's, like, more to do than when you're actually, like, planning oh. what to do on your trip. Right. I was like, oh, I need to take That's this, I need to take that, and get everything together, and it's a lot. It is a lot, and I'm one of those people that I always overpack. Mm-hmm. Um, I just excessive everything, shoes, outfits, and then once I get on the vacation, like, I use half the less of what I packed. So that's a work in progress for me. I'm always, you know, um, I have to do better. What about you? Because some people, Karishma, they can just take a carry-on, and they can rock with that, whatever's in that carry-on during their, their whole vacation. I can't do that. I'm always checking in, like, a couple of additional bags. No, me too. For me, it's like my my hair and my skincare takes up a total. But I, but but the main thing I, I I always do is I pack a lot because I'm always like, well, what if I want to wear this? I get there and I kid you not, I will wear the same thing day in day out, and I'll take a whole bunch of pictures and post it like I only took pictures on one day. But little do they know, I was wearing that thing the same that same dress throughout the whole weekend. 
So I'm going to be minimal. Um, this is like my, you know, early little birthday present to myself. But yes. um, I, happy birthday. I am just, I'm just really excited. I just want to have a good, relaxing time. Yeah. But also, you know, I have to I'm really excited about tonight's show because, yes. you know, you and I love to laugh. That's what we love yes. to do here on the Girlfriend Network. We may talk about some serious things, but we love to right. just have a good time. Um, yes. I'm really excited. We're going to have comedian B. Flat yes. joining us later. Yes. And yes. she is hilarious. I was She's watching a lot funny. of her comedy stand-up, and I was cracking up just a lot of her jokes. It's just very different from what we usually see, and I love that. We're going to be talking about women yeah. in comedy and, you know, the, the kind right. of, like, hardships they might face and the different challenges, which we all know those women in any industry, um, things can get a little bit hard and be rough, but women in comedy especially where you don't really, you know, you kind of have a lot of um, – all right, I guess it's like more mountains to climb. I think that's what I've noticed. Definitely, definitely. Yep, so true, so true. So, um, so Karish, what's funny um, about B flat is I know her personally, and I call her friend, and I develop a relationship with her because I'm kind of like a groupie. Um, <laughs> there's um. Some young ladies in my town, shout out to Nina and Landy, who give this comedy show every month. It's like every third Sunday of the month in Trenton, New Jersey. And I went. one The first time I went, I believe B-flat was like the headliner, the host. And, oh, my God, Karishma. I laughed so hard. This woman is so funny, but she's so real, though. She's no filter. Um, she's very personable. She's very down to earth. Um, you know, we could talk to her about anything. She's a lover of yoga. She um, is married to a younger man, and she has not been married that long. Um, you know, she loves marijuana. <laughs> um but she she is awesome, and anytime she is in the area, she she resides in Philly. Um, anytime she's in the area, I make it a point to see her, and I've been able to establish a relationship. And she recently did like a one man or a one woman show mm-hmm. in Philly during the winter, and it was sold out. I mean, um, and I really feel I always tell her like she does not get her just due. Like she is mm-hmm. the woman. To me, she's like the Kevin Hart. Um, right. She's that funny. And she needs to be, you know, in more movies and, you know, but her mm-hmm. star is rising. Um, so I'm just really happy that she's on the show and we get to talk to her tonight. You're going to love her. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so excited. Um, we're going to go into I Like It by Cardi B. And when we come back, we're going to talk about women in comedy right here on the Girlfriend Network. <laughs> I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals with my pen, bitch I'm signing I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks I like going to the jeweler, I put rocks all in my watch I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance I like proving niggas wrong, I do what they say I can They call me Cardi, Cardi, Dang it, Body, Spicy Mommy, Hot Somali, Hotter than a soft Molly, Burk, 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 Burk,
Hop up the stool, jump in the coop Hit the on top of the roof Dressing on bitches as hard as I can Eating halal, driving a lamb Throw that bitch, I'm sorry though Got my phones like Mario Yeah, they call me Cardi B I run this shit like Cardi Yo, I'm in district in the
swish, bitch. Hundred on this swish, bitch. Hundred on this swish, bitch. Hundred on this swish. Hundred on, hundred on this. Hundred on, hundred on whip. Hundred on, hundred on that. Hundred on, hundred on this. Swish, bitch. Hundred on this swish, bitch. Hundred on this swish, bitch. Hundred on this. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. And learn. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network, where it's me and Karishma again on another Monday. Hey, listeners, we love and appreciate you. Please call in 347-539-5729. Don't forget to follow us on IG at the underscore girlfriend underscore network so Karish before we went into break I was gushing over this woman like if you know Nacone you know there are a lot of there are I'm not impressed by a lot of people I'm really not but whenever this phenomenal talent is in my town or even next door in Philly I go to see her she just did a one-man show called sophisticated ignorance in the winter she is so damn funny. I love her. Not only does she have a great personality, she is a beautiful woman, beautiful spirit, and her style is off the chain. So I'm very happy to introduce my friend, because I know you guys are going to love her, the comedian B-flat. B-flat, are you there? I don't know if I'm there. Hello? <laughs> B-flat, hello? hello. Hello. So she's funny already. Can you hear can us? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you guys. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I was doing it. I thought I was eavesdropping. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So y'all just clicked me right in? That's a wild shit. Yes. Now y'all know my phone number. <laughs> from another number. <laughs> Wait, but we're not going to stalk you. We're not, yes, we're, we're not going to stalk you or nothing like that. We're not those type of chicks, B-flat. Oh, my God, I you're know, so funny. Well, not yet. Maybe by the end of the show, we can't promise. Right? Technology <laughs> is so amazing. And the funny yes. thing is, I was like, let me call in, and I just want to listen to the show. And then y'all took me in. I was like, damn, is anybody going to call me? And be like, oh, call this number to call in. That goes to show you how old school I am. I'm so used to people saying call this number. Because I just did Dominic's podcast, and I had to call in on a number. So that's why I was like, oh, okay. I like your style. Okay. Our producer knew. Our producers knew you were there, and they were like, okay, she's on. You guys can bring her in whenever you want. So, Um, Kyle. Shout out to Ann. Shout out to (laughs) Ann. Because I like to be on time. And I was, like, right. I was like, wait a minute, let me call. Let me text him. I was like, wait a minute. Ain't nobody texting right. me nothing yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are so funny. Oh, I can't with you. Thank you so yes. much. And, but th- thanks for coming on the show. I was gushing about you. I was telling Karishma and our listeners how extremely funny I think you are. <laughs> How whenever you're in my town or performing in Philly, I make it a point to come see you, and you are my favorite female comedian. And I was saying, I don't think you've gotten your just due yet, but your star is rising. So, Karish, this is B-flat. Girl, she's so funny. Karishma has been watching your videos, too. Yeah, so she's I've a been, fan. Well, I've been thank you. all day. I've- <laughs> 
Thank, thank you, so thank much for you. Being on the show. We're so excited to have you. Um, so, well, number one thing is we're from the same place. I was like, I was watching one of your bits and we were talking about Webster High School and all this stuff, and I was like, wait a second, and we're both wait from a St. Minute. Louis. Where are you from? <laughs> I went to Marquette. I'm from Chesterfield. Oh, my God. It's a small world. My right? brother lives in Chesterfield. Yes. <laughs> It's a small See? world. And mm-hmm. I grew up out in Kirkwood. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. That is, See, I that's know, how I you know good my, energy. Exactly. And I used to spend my weekends out in St. Charles because my mom used to sell grills. So her jewelry store was out there. So, so you know. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> I, I never used to go out in Chesterfield much or not back in the day. Black people didn't live out there in, in St. Charles. But now it's more diverse and I really like it. It's changed so much. But it back has, in the day that wasn't my hangout. Yeah. In <laughs> the eighties that wasn't my hangout. No ma'am. I want I want all our listeners to know where they can find you. Um so if you can share like your Instagram, your Facebook. Um I mean I was watching all your videos on YouTube so you know there's a bunch of content Did you get there to as see- well. Did you get to see my Muddy Shoes uh, parody for Cardi B? I did. I did. (laughs) It's the bomb. It's the bomb. I'm so proud that I'm working on my next video. (laughs) Yes. And I always like to shock people. That's one thing about me. I never divulge what I'm working on. Everybody, I'm like a mad scientist, like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like I go down in the basement and I may not come out for a while, but I come out with like a genius thing. I came up yesterday. I told my husband, I was like, you know, I'm working on my new song and my next video. So everybody's always wanting me to post like my creative process and all this stuff. That's one thing I, I do rarely but I will give out my information because I do like to post where I'm going to be performing, what I want. But I like to surprise people. So I always like mm-hmm. to tease people with stuff. I don't be putting all my stuff out there because everybody be trying to steal my jokes, steal my mm-hmm. style. And I'd rather for you just have to come to the show. At least you can get all of it at once if you're going to steal it. It's a lot of right. right. But trying to piece it together, that's uh, a lot of work. So I'd rather for you to do a lot of work. So that's why. Right. I'm just, you know, I'm ve- I, funny. People call me an urban recluse because I'm very reclusive, and mm-hmm. I love people, but I don't like people. Isn't that crazy? Right. <laughs> no, not at all. I can't yeah. be out more than hours. Me and my husband, we go to the grocery store. It's been plenty of times we left out. We be like, oh shit, this shit is people here. We got to go. <laughs> we one of the people that we go to Walmart at three in the morning. We ain't nobody around. But I'm right, yeah, we quit doing that shit because we know you have to bag your own groceries. And girl, we had like two carts of shit, and then they had the little scan. We was in there for like an hour scanning shit. I was like, we ain't never doing this again. We ain't know they ain't had nobody working. Right, exactly. I like to be at the place when they open up and ain't nobody in there. That's why we go to the gym early. We run early. We right. do everything early so I can come back home not to be bothered with people. Because I guess my right. life is surrounded by people everywhere yes. I go. But I love my audience. Now, I love people, but believe me, I love to be at home. Right. I so, get that. Most of the yeah. stuff you see on my Instagram be shit that I be doing at home. <laughs> 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 Put 
down the floor. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Um, People are so flowers. Trying to keep cats. Oh I'm always, I should be posting on Instagram my cat concoction to keep these ghetto-ass cats <laughs> out my flowers. Keep sitting in my yard. You don't have a lot of issues today, Nacon. I know this ain't what you about. But now we got a motherfucker throwing whole bread out of everybody's yard. Whole slices oh, of goodness. unbread. Wow. And the birds, oh. and then even blackbirds around here. Feel I'm talking about nigga birds. I hate to say it. They don't even eat the rind. They just eat out the middle. So all the bread oh on the sidewalk God. got holes in it. Then you like black people don't eat the brown part. So oh I'm out there God. picking up bread. It's ridiculous. So now I got oh to talk to the person because I investigated and found out who the bird is. Our new neighbor. I'm the unofficial oh block captain, God. and I'm going to have to talk to her about the four loaves of bunny bread in your recycling bin. I saw it. Oh, my goodness. And the BP, so man, the BP, look, the BP gas station man already told my husband, it's the lady that come in there and buy the old bread every day, every morning, early, when they open up. And then oh. she throw the bread all around our neighborhood. If you come around here, you I don't even know how to describe it. It's the worst to see white <laughs> slices of bread. It's all up and down the sidewalk. It's not oh, crumbled up or nothing. Oh, anyway. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm a hot no. I can't. You are, yes. yeah. been, I want to know how did you get into how did you get into comedy? Like, what made you realize that this is what you have a passion for? I mean, obviously, I'm sure people have been telling you you're funny your whole life because you are hilarious. But how did you know that this is something you want to pursue as a career? Right. It's funny, I never knew that until, well, you know how you work on a job. I've always, prior to being a comedian, I worked in corporate America. And you know how people are like, girl, you funny, you funny, just around the office type of thing. And then, mm-hmm. like, I hung with a group of people who basically convinced me to kind of go on stage. And they were like, oh, you should do comedy. You're so funny. And they ended up signing me up for a comedy show down at, what well, was like a talent show at WHYY. This was so in, like, 1994. Mm-hmm. And I was totally thrown off guard. And I didn't get any laughs. And I played my trumpet, and maybe one lady laughed. But then when that one lady laughed, I was all like, well, hell. <laughs> if one person can laugh and she don't know me, I think I can do this. So I just right. started from there. Here locally in well, Philly, just kind of, it's funny because, I, I mean, Jill's my friend, and she's the per- how I got my start. Jill Scott was the one who basically helped me get my start in comedy because she used to model back in the day, and we all used to hang out at this spot on 27th and Poplar. I think it was 20, yeah, 27th and Poplar called the North Star Bar and Grill. And she used to do poetry there, and I used to do comedy, or at least try right. to make people laugh. Or ho- Yeah, so she's like, you really got to pursue it and get your thing on. So we, I did it ever since then. Wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, I worked in corporate America up until 97, and that's when I quit my job. And I was like, I can do this. Yeah, so I worked from home. <clears throat> huh? And what was you What was you doing? And um, I know you have like a uh, a degree. So what were you I doing? I was the in marketing director. Okay. Well, when I I worked at the I worked at Mez, I used to work at Mezarov, Gelman, Jaffe, Kramer, and Jameson, and actually it's famous for being the um the um, law firm where they filmed the movie Philadelphia. Okay. So. Yeah. 
um, I was the marketing director there. And I, it's funny because I quit working there in 97. I used to do the coordinate these, um, like more or less like a retreat that we used to do in the Poconos <clears throat> between 10 law firms. There was a network of law firms around the nation called Unilaw. So they would meet in the Poconos like every four months, and they would try to bridge the gap between like partners and uh, the associates. And that, and when I worked there in like the late 90s, like mid-90s, that's when like marketing was new to lawyers because it used to be unethical to try to market because that's when you start seeing them personal injury commercials and people used to be like, oh, oh yeah. you never really, yeah, yeah, like the 90s really started that. So they used to have right. these meetings to try to figure out how to market and be ethical about it and not seem like the creepy person, you know, like the uh, right. tow truck that fires. Yeah, the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I used to host the roast between, like a roast of like yeah. the partners and the associates, and I would go up and talk about them, like the stuff that they would do in the office and get on my nerve, and everybody used to be cracking up down with oh my And then I end up, mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, I'm getting everything I get up out of here, and I'm up out of here. And I left that job and quit. And I just started amazing. working from home and doing. And I actually started my own room at 54th in Baltimore above this lounge. And I did yeah. that for like a couple of years. And I did it like once a month. It was called Tickle Me Tuesdays. And then I moved it to the North Star Bar and Grill. And that's when I used. I was like, I'm making my money doing this and working from home. But when I was working from home, I was doing graphics because I went to school for art. So I was doing graphic design work for, like, Source Magazine. I was actually writing for ESPN Magazine. I have all that stuff in my scrapbook, all the stuff that I used to do to keep money flowing up in the household. But I ain't never had to sell no Gucci, thank God. I did have wow. to take way too much. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so hold on. We're going to take a break real quick. We're going to go to Remy Ma, Melanin Magic, and then we're going to come back and talk to B Flat some more about women's Thank stereotypes you. and comedy. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> Hello. Nobody looking like cinnamon. I'm running shit right now. I think I pulled a ligament. Fashion killer, a liar, assassin. That mom villain, Balenciaga bastard. Got that melanin magic. Brown skin popping. Always fly. I stay in a cockpit. I run it, I cop it. Open the door, then lock it. Hey, time for me to touch the city. Yeah, my 
when I need a lethal weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network right here on the Love Zone USA. You're chatting with B and Nicole, as well as our special guest, B Flat. Are you ladies on the line? And yes, I am. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, I know we talked about kind of like how you got your start into comedy. What, um, you know, since we're talking about women in comedy, that's our special today. What are some challenges that you faced, you know, um, in comparison to maybe your male counterparts and like over the years, and how have you overcome them? That's an interesting question, and I'll answer that by saying that as a female, you really have to prove yourself to be more uh, tactical in how you handle yourself on the stage because everybody always anticipates that women aren't funny or you're going to talk about the same thing and or talk, you know, the same issue mm-hmm. which is normally male bashing, being fat, or be, just, you know, that right. the normal or sex jokes, a lot of sex jokes, so, mm-hmm. which everybody talks about, but I just think that men feel as though we don't have range. So as a female, it's harder to get booked. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they just, you know, in their, it's a male-dominated industry, as with most things in life. But mm-hmm. I have, I don't, I never looked at it as an obstacle because that was never an obstacle for me in terms of my material. I've never had that type of material where I felt as though it was defeating my purpose. So mm-hmm. I think for me, it was more getting respect as a comedian versus a female because I went for years with the men that would always book me I mean I always got plenty of work because everyone thought I think I'm funny or believe I'm funny I know I'm funny whatever the Mm -hmm. case is you always get the oh you funny for a female so that went on for years and now it's like I get the whole oh my god you fierce oh you funny bitch you funny you funny ma you it's just hands down you funny I've been called funny bitch by so many men and not in a bad way. Because you know what? I'm not the kind of I'm not a drama person at all. I just I let people be people. I don't feel offended. I feel as long as you ain't touching up on me, you know what I'm saying, being disrespectful in that kind of way. But I get it all the time, especially at the colleges. So but now I'm at the point where I just you know, it just feels good to just be funny. You know, you don't have to be, like, funny right. for a female. Because I just feel like that little added adjective on the end just made me feel like, oh, you know, it puts you in that category where they feel as though, you know, everybody doesn't talk about that kind of stuff. So it's not like I'm trying to set myself apart or prove to them. Mm-hmm. I more or less have to prove to myself that I'm funny. So in right. all actuality, I write for me. If I don't laugh at what I'm writing down, then the shit is not funny because I know I'm crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So I just I put it to the stage, and for me being who I am, that has probably always been my uh, double-edged sword, because I'm very controlling in terms of me. I don't control people, and Nicole tell you I roll by myself. Twenty years, Mm -hmm. I don't have people around me. I control me only, but I'm very controlling when it comes to things that are representative of me. You know, like contracts and. Things that I'm going to take on, I can't take. I'm, I'm 
could write a book. I have so many stories of all the different things that I've turned down, been turned down for. Or just recently, mm-hmm. we just got denied from Bravo for our show, and I'm so pissed about it because they had our whole – I'm not pissed about it. I'm glad to always be in the know and that they're looking. Mm-hmm. But I'm mad because I put my whole month on hold, and like, damn, now I ain't got no work. Like I gotta line up my gig, but right. we're still in the network processing talk. So you know I'm always doing stuff, but see I don't be putting all that out there. There are people that be like, "Oh, I'm working on this. I'm working on that." And I, I don't do all that right. because this is a more no than yes business, and I've right. had a hundred no's to yes, right. and I don't want. I just don't do that, and I don't get disappointed. I just keep moving. And I don't want right. everybody calling me talking about girl. What happened to that show? Girl, what happened to that show? Why you didn't get that? <laughs> right. Girl, what's it? Well, what happened? Yeah, exactly. You want to say? You know, I I tease my friends because they ask me stuff like, I'm I can be facetious and sarcastic, but I want people to look at their life the way that I look at my life. Like when my friends, even my mom, parents, they'll be saying stuff like. Uh, well, why so and so got the show and you ain't got it? Why you you should? And I be saying, well, why so and so got more money on their job than you? <laughs> and why you been working there and ain't got no damn raise? And then when I say things, <laughs> oh my god, don't nobody want to hear that. Because, right. You know, my point is, I'm very successful in what I do. I just need more money because I do what I want to do, and I've been doing that right. for 20 years. So, and I've made a great living at it, and I can't complain about it. I have a wonderful career, and I have had no drama, really. You know what I mean? I haven't mm-hmm. had no harm come to me. I've always been very blessed everywhere I've been around the world. And nobody that I know close to me, like in my family, can say that. They're, like, all miserable on their job, but they always <laughs> want to know what I'm yes. doing. So it's like they want, right. everybody wants me to blow up, but I don't look at that kind of stuff because I feel like as long as I continue my journey, I stay funny yeah. and I'm doing what I'm doing, you never know what can happen. Everybody has yeah. their time, they season, and even when I'm I, not doing this, I know me, I'm going into politics because I'm a politics person. So I'm always doing something. You never know, I might be mm-hmm. the mayor of Philadelphia. <laughs> well, that would yeah, be I'm awesome. serious. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I'm gonna always be doing black. stuff that I'm gonna always. Yes. Be, that's why I don't mind going saying stuff to neighbors. Everybody on the block be like, "You should be the black captain. You should be the this." Because I'll say something. Uh-huh. In a minute. Oh yes. And be ready it. to fight. And then, because I'm from St. Louis, I'll be ready to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, and people that know me know me. I try. I don't do that no more. But I will cuss somebody ass out with a quickness and be ready to fight. Yeah. I try to calm that side down. That's why you know, do yoga and other because I really feel as though if I didn't take care of myself, I probably would need some kind of medication. That's why I smoke. <laughs> yes.
keeps you centered and why that is so important and such a must for you to incorporate that into your daily life? It's a must for me, and I am so thankful to my friend Michelle who really introduced me to it on a different level. Um, I, Because of the business that I'm in, and I don't know how people look at their lives or their business, but I look at this as my business. I am a business. I am incorporated. I have trademarks. I have to pay taxes. But this is the only thing that I do, so I have to take care of myself. I right. like, for example, I'm a yin and yang person. There's no middle ground be with me. Like I'm not. It's either black or white. It's like I don't like a maybe. It's yes or no. That type of person. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is how I look at my life. If I this is all I have to take care of. This simple. But I know I'm not going to stop smoking weed. Right. So I <laughs> yeah. do things in moderation. I. I'm the kind of person who makes assessments. Me and my husband, we do it all the time. We'll say, oh, well, you know what? I feel as though my voice is getting rougher. I can't be smoking this. Maybe I'll do this because it's more water-based or do less, but I know I'm not going to stop. Does that make sense? Because yeah. I can tell you, when I had my hysterectomy, even my the doctor and the gynecologist, I told them that I smoked. And they said, you can keep smoking as long as you don't smoke blunt. And they were like, you can't have no nicotine in your system. I was like, I don't smoke cigarettes. And they were like, well, that's fine. And then I, they knew I smoked, and they said I could smoke right afterwards. They said I was the healthiest person he has ever operated on. And he was like, you're going to get well, fine. But I have to take care of myself because, one, I can't afford to be sick. I can't afford to be right. calling promoters and saying, oh, I got a cancer show, my throat or my leg. I've seen comedians, they, you know, right. they be like, my bad. Yeah. I'd be like, this, this is my job, so i got to treat right. this like a car. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like a right. well or oil machine. But people don't look at it like that. They eat crazy on the road, and, mm, you know, they don't right. take care of themselves. They don't exercise. Look, yeah. you at the hotel, you should be soaking up all the free amenities. As soon as I check in, exactly. I'll be like, do y'all got a gym? And is right. it 24 hours, or do I got to use my key card? And do y'all got free continental breakfast? <laughs> I try right. to get everything. So True. you should be doing that. If they don't have it, you could do stuff in your room. Absolutely. I have to meditate. I have to take. I have to see myself where I want to be in that moment. And I can't let right. anybody take me out of that because I came to do my job, and I'm not there for play. So that's the reason why people that know me say I'm funny, but I'm not fun. <laughs> but, all my, but that's the yin and yang in me. Yeah, but I work I love hard. That. I play hard. Yeah, I, I don't. Because you know, when I'm, I'm out, into fitness. I'm into fitness. Yes. You know that these be flat also owns some of my apparel that I'm very proud of. But you know, Thank I you. preach that all the time, and women don't even understand, especially women, black women, because I'm always preaching and saying we are the most the. the the biggest race that is out of shape. And I tell the women that I train, my God, if you just work out, it's, a lot of times it's not even about the body. It's about the mental wellness and, um, yeah. you know, just feeling so much better when you walk out of there and just releasing endorphins and bringing positive energy and light to you. And so it's so much more than just having a flat stomach and a big booty. So, and um, you rarely you know, get sick. I can't right. even recall when I'm – all I take is supplements. All my friends around me take all kind of medicine. 
medicine right. for this, medicine for right. that. And yep. I think to myself, medicine comes from the farm. If you just eat from the farm, they have to take right. plant stuff and make it into something. So why don't you just right. eat that, and then you don't have to worry about taking medicine. True. And exactly. now I'm at the point where this is why I smoke. You know why I smoke? Because people make me smoke. <laughs> Every time I get up, me and my husband, we say it all the time. We don't really have issues. We sit in our house every day and talk about our friends and other people and our their issues. And just shit. You heard me just talking about the bread. Yes. That kind of dumb shit. This is stuff that we have conversations about. We have deep conversations, but we don't have, like, issues. Like, we don't be arguing up in here. It's just the two of us. But it's, like, right. shit that people do to us, around us, that get on our nerves. Right. So all these years I've been preaching and all my friends been making fun of me about being vegan and not eating this and I got energy at Christmas, everybody laying around watching football, fat and farting, and I'm running around with the kids. Now they talk about, everybody calling me talking about, oh, girl, what's that recipe for? And you need to show me some of them yoga. I be wanting to say, bitch. I'm getting too old. I'm trying to keep myself together. Now you want to be a vegan and get a eat wheat berries and oh, yogurt. Yeah, all is so funny. Wonderful. Yeah, they well, be all the time. We are going to talk more about smoking weed. Um, eating healthy yogurt and hummus. When we come back from this break, we're going to be right back with Nicole, me, and wonderful B flat. We're going to go into oh Django God. Jane Thank by Janelle you. Monet. Let's get Like a wedding band, Wonderland store, my alias is Alice. And we gon' start a motherfucking pussy riot. Or we gon' have to put them on a pussy diet. Look at that, I guarantee I got them quiet. Look at that, I guarantee they all inspired. A-Town made it out there. Straight out Kansas City, yeah, we made it out there. Celebrated, graduated, made it past fail. Sassy, classy, cool it with the kale. Mama was a G, she was cleaning hotels. Papa was a driver, I was working retail. Kept us in the back of the store, we ain't hitting no mobile lit nigga, lit nigga. Already got the Oscar for the cops. Running down Grammys with the family. Probably give a Tony to the homie. Probably get an Emmy dedicated to the highly melanated. Arc Android orchestrated. Yeah, we highly melanated. Arc Android orchestrated. Yeah, Gemini still jamming. Box office numbers and they doing outstanding. Running out of space on a damn bandwagon. Remember when they used to say I look too manish? Black girl magic. Y'all can't stand it. Y'all can't ban it. Made out like a bandit. They've been trying hard just to make us all vanish. I suggest they put a flag on a whole other planet. Jane Bond, never Jane Doe. And I Jane Go, never Sambo. Black and white, yeah, that's always been my camo. It's looking like y'all gon' need some more ammo. I cut them off, I cut them off, I cut them off like Van Gogh. Now, damn right for the angle. I got away with murder, no scandal. <laughs> Cue the violins and violas. We gave you life, we gave you birth, we gave you God. 
we gave you earth, we film the future, don't make it worse, you want the world, well what's it worth, emoticons, decepticons, and autobots, who twist the plot, who shot the sheriff, then fled to Paris, in the darkest hour, spoke truth to power, made a android out of your girlfriend, let's get caught downtown in the whirlwind, and paint the city pink, paint the city pink, and put the world in, just in case the world is, <laughs> and nigga down dog, nigga move back, nigga see you are not involved, and hit the mute button. Let the vagina have a monologue. Man slain and I fought him like origami. What's the way, baby? This a tsunami. For the culture, I kamikaze. I put my life on a lifeline. If she the goat, now would anybody doubt it? If she the goat, now would anybody doubt it? Huh. Do anybody got it? Do anybody got it? I say anybody got it. Uh, I'm in my prom, optimist, Sagittarius, so you know I'm an optimist. Man, keep it all real, I'm a prophetess. So at least you took an L off your bucket list. It's time to make hits and it's time to diss. How you still diss and still can't find some hits? Was it worth it, dummy? I ain't mind a bit. Still on that show getting no chips, time to dip. I, 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 I. I'm still fly, just bad the white guy. Okay. Bitchy like guy, and I still eat pie. With the Nikki cheat code, come on, bitch, nice try. Let's be real, all well, you bitches wanna look like me. Wanna be in demand, get fucked like me. Wanna run up in the lab and cook like me. But ain't me and you hoes pussy good like me. Pussy so good as ex wanna still fight me. They so pretty, bitches wish they could slice me. She just mad cause he never bought a ice like me. I cut all my niggas off, but they would still wife me. Rap bitches tell a team, make them like Barbie. Had to come off IG so they can't stop me. All they do is copy, look, still music too Want to see what bitches do when they lose the blueprint I mean a pinprint, oh let it sink in I spoke to Jay the other day, he's still a kingpin He's still the only nigga that I would've signed to If I ain't signed away, ain't perfectly designed crew Cause we the big three, don't need a big speech We made the biggest impact, check the spreadsheet That's Lil Weezy, the Barbie, and Drizzy Drake Niggas getting more cheese Kissy I'm a bad bitch, fuck the bitch Bitch get slick, I'ma cut the bitch I'm a bad bitch, if that bitch gets slick, I'll cut the bitch I'll cut up the bitch, I'll gut the bitch Had to fuck up the bitch, man, fuck the bitch Won't shoot her, but I will gun butt the bitch When we say fuck the bitch, stick up the bitch she was up. Hi, this is Martha Wash And when you want to listen to a station where it's always raining, man Ladies, I listen to the LoveZoneUSA.com Because they always have music, topics, and advice That appeals to the kind of man I enjoy being with let it rain, let it rain, let it rain on the LoveZoneUSA.com. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network right here on the Love Zone USA. We're talking about women in comedy with your host, me and Nicole, and our wonderful special guest, B Flat. So, ladies, we've been having a lot of laughs and a lot of shame. Yes. And I, don't, I think Nicole and I have not stopped <laughs> laughing from the oh time that we started yeah. this show. <laughs> and Nicole, for sure. I know that. I've been, oh, no, no, like, no. just cracking up. It's just been so great. Yeah. Glad, thank you yeah. so much. I'm, I'm having already, so much like, fun. Have, yeah, I've been texting my friends. They're all <laughs> listening, and they're like, this is going to be great. I, I'm going to go home and watch the rest of your videos because everything has been, you know. And plus, you're from my hometown. So it's like I love you even more because of that. Thank you. Thank you. I love <laughs> St. Louis. I'm still claiming it. <laughs> so, Okay, so um, B-flat, 
So I want to ask you a couple of questions. The first thing I want to ask you is where do you draw your inspiration from? Like who are your favorite comedians? And then I want to talk, I want you to talk about your show, Sophisticated Ignorance, that I had the pleasure of seeing you do, you know, last year. I think you're still continuing with that, correct? Are you touring with that show? My next show is in Phoenix, July 14th. That is amazing. I'm so proud of you. And that show was so funny. And I was telling everyone that it was sold out. It was a packed house. Um, So, all right, so let's start with that. So how did that come about? And what made you want to do a one-man show? Well, first of all, it's one woman. Well, I'm sorry. You're right. One woman. (laughs) Yes, yes. I know. That's awful. Because, right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's the voice. Um, Well, you know, I did my one-woman show in 2006 in Los Angeles at the Acme Comedy Theater for two days, and it was called uh, St. Philly, My Black Utopia, and it was about how I moved from St. Louis and came to this neighborhood. It was so totally different, you know, from what I'm used to. And a tragedy happened. We got a park built. So the whole, it's like a three-stage thing. So from doing that, I kind of branched off because all of the stuff, it was three, like it was a three-act. If you've ever seen um, Whoopi Goldberg's Around the World in 80 Days, her one-woman show, it was like a play Mm -hmm. in three different acts. So I kind of did it like that. But in the third act, I actually came out and I did yoga. And I had the mat out there, and I was talking about, you know, the different characters and imitating the people in my neighborhood. And it was so ignorant, and it was videotaped and everything, that after watching it, I really started to see how I could really open up and talk about people and not really care who they are and how they feel about it. You know what I mean? Because if you're Mm -hmm. telling the truth, the truth is funny. And... Nicole, you've seen my shows. The truth is funny. Yes. And I don't necessarily have to yes, say a person's is. name, but they might know I'm talking about. When I'm talking about my neighbors, they know exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? And that, from that point on, just doing that and just seeing how I opened up and became very vulnerable within that show, my comedy evolved. And that's when I decided to do less of putting my stuff out there on television. Because the last thing I did on TV was in 2009. And I'm very strategic. And people be like, oh, that don't make sense. But no one knows my game plan. But I was strategic in how I did that because when I came back from the Montreal Comedy Festival in 2009, I uh, made a lot of connects, a lot of – I did – I did more work auditioning for, like, different shows, like talk shows, like the talk and just I'm talking about all kinds of different things for a couple of years and working on just working on coming up with another one-woman show that really showcased me and all my talents and then the combination of how I became B-flat and, you know, and play the trumpet and the musical influence and all of that. So I was strategic, and I didn't want to just be putting stuff out there and doing five minutes on TV here, five minutes there. That's a waste of my time because it's like I want to put all this together for one thing. So it's like now I'm out producing this show. I'm loving it. It's really catching on. So I, I'm, 
a little perturbed because I was moving it along and I put it on hold because of a network. We had to put our uh, schedules on hold for uh, six weeks, basically, from the end of July up until the 1st of September and not kind of take no gigs. And so I've turned down a lot of stuff. And then the show got turned down, and but mm-hmm. now we're still listening to, I mean, hearing from other networks. So it's not a, it's not a no go. I won't say that, but I'm still kind of up and you know trying to figure out what I'm gonna do from August because that messed mm-hmm. up my SI schedule. Because my next show after that is in October in Hampton, Virginia. Oh, nice. And then okay. yeah, and then I have my next. One totally locked down March 8th and 9th at the Dallas Convention Center. They have a theater inside there called the Clarence Muse Theater. So I'm doing it for two days there. That's yeah. wonderful. Congratulations. So I'm keeping it. Well, thank you very much. And it's a lot of work, and I'm so not ready for this next two weeks. I've been going through, I've actually been working with the musical director because when I, I don't travel with a band, I just use bands. That's in that mm-hmm. city, so I make my connects. So I've connected with this band. I've been talking with the director. He has my music, everything. So I'll go in a day early, practice with the band, and we rehearse the day of the show. Everybody's professional. If you're a professional, then you can pick up music. Right. And Nicole, you've but, seen the show. You heard the songs we played. Yes. Most of the people know those songs. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, for people that don't know, let me just say that B flat plays the trumpet, and she's now incorporated that into her act. So people are like, "What is she? Oh, what do you mean? She's the band." So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's she called is. a musical comedy. Yeah. It's a two-hour show, half hour of band, trumpet playing, getting the audience, you know, kind of in the mood for a good show for a half hour. I just do a lot of covers up front bring it from old school to new school, mix it in. And then the show itself is an hour and a half of comedy and music, original music, parodies, that song like Muddy Shoes and beatboxing, a rap I wrote, just a lot of different stuff and just material in between. I bring it all together. That is amazing. And it's you know, a long never... show and it wears me out. I can't wait to see the rest of the videos that, you know, you keep putting out there. Um, you know, thank you again for just being on the show and just for being such a great light and for making us laugh because yeah, we know that we're going to have the best so ever you've been able to start it like this. Um, can we so kindly ask you to do a great drop line for us here at the Girlfriend Network on the Love Zone? Yes, and before I do that, I guess I should shout out my uh, Instagram and yes. Facebook information yes. and stuff. Yes. I yes. probably yes. should yes. do that so that people yes. can find me. So I do have a YouTube channel, and it's B-Flat Comedy, and it's just B-P-H-L-A-T Comedy, one word. And on Facebook, I'm just telling everybody to go to my fan page because I can't get any more friends, and I'm so not trying to increase it. And the girl knows everybody <laughs> on my Facebook. I know because I deleted all the people I don't know. So just go to the B flat fan page, and that's B P H L A T fan P H A N B flat fan page, and that'll pop right up. Instagram is uh, flat out funny, and that's P H L A T O U T P H U N N Y. And that's the same for Instagram. Um, yeah, for Twitter also. Flat out mm-hmm. with PHs. Yay. Great. And I have so, so much stuff I need to post. It's ridiculous. 
I'm just so overwhelmed. I need an assistant. You'll get so to much to do. Oh, amen. I'm praying on it because I sure can't afford to pay nobody. I ain't got no money. <laughs> they call me the three B's, the bad nice, bitch. Okay. They call me the brokest bitch working. <laughs> <laughs> the BBWs. Yes, oh, but I'm goodness. I'm I'm blessed, so I can't complain. So I definitely have to give a shout out. And whenever you guys are ready, um, is there anything in particular you need me to say, like the, or just shout out to the girlfriend network, something to that effect, or yeah. are y'all recording? Or just say, or just say, yeah, the girlfriend network where women stay connected with Nikon and Karishma. How about something like that? And then awesome. somebody said something about the love. Lounge or the love zone. Oh, the love zone USA. Yes, oh, the love zone the USA. Love zone. Oh, yes. then I'm, I might have to do that in my Keith Sweat voice. <laughs> I want all the ladies. I want all the ladies and gentlemen to make sure you check out the Girlfriend Network. Stay connected. Black girl magic. <laughs> to get it to go viral. It's so yes. tight. We will do that. Like As the young kids viral. say, it's lit, it's on flip. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lit, I bet. All right, Thank B you Flat, we gotta go now. Good night. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye, listeners. See you next week. Peace, Bye. love, and blessings. I want to know who motherfucking representing it here tonight. Hold on, hold on. Louisiana shit. Murder on the beat. Something for y'all to cut up to, you know? Yeah. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. I know Shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let the thing lose, girl, in so long. You been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been peeping what you bring to the table. Working hard, girl, everything paid for. First, last phone, bill, car, no cable. With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, snapping like you fable. And you showing off, but it's alright. And you showing off, but it's alright. But it's your life.
protection Without a follow, without a mention You really piping up on these niggas You gotta be nice for what to these niggas I understand, you got a hundred bands You got a baby band You got some bad friends High school pics, you was even bad then You ain't stressing off no lover in the past tense You already had them Work at 8 a.m., finish round five Post all down, you don't see them outside Yeah, they don't really be the same offline You know dog days cyber world the wolves are attacking is your company safe hp enterprise printers are built to help keep your company protected with layers of security that can stop the wolves in their tracks upgrade to hp enterprise printers and keep the wolves out of your neck of the woods nothing is safe if your office isn't hp secure hp business printing the world's most secure printers see the wolf and hp in action visit hp.com forward slash the wolf Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.